Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Fire up your tailgates. Take out your lucky team-themed lingerie. Well, at least that's what I do because the NFL is back, baby. And you can get in on all of the action before opening night kicks off with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving all customers the opportunity to participate in this year's no-brainer. DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Tampa Bay to plus 73 for all customers. That means... You can still cash in as long as the reigning champs don't lose by 74 points against Dallas. Although that would be fun to see. And if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, don't miss out. DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 or more on any football game. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, D-N-V-R, just those letters. New customers bet $1 on any football game to receive $200 in free bets instantly with promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. you got to be 21 or older. This is for Colorado only. Free bet promotion for new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Max wager limit supply. One per customer. Restriction supply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Wow, we're, we're not recording in Zoom today, Will. You don't get the notification that... No consent from me. None for you. Welcome Sorry, into that. California. Welcome into that. Good Broncos. Sorry, I stepped on your words there, Will. We're off to a hot start. Uh, week one, NFL football. We are back in the thick of it. Uh, we are going to do picks for every single game today. After we talk a little bit of Broncos, so. The midweek podcast uh, will be Broncos news, and then we're going to pick all the games because on Patreon, I opened up the Pick'em League to all patrons because they were encouraging me to post the uh, game prediction episodes to YouTube. So very kind of you, patrons. So patrons are in the Pick'em League. They're going to pick against Will and I. Usually, Will and I try to battle each other. This year, we have to have consensus for each pick and we will battle against the patrons every single week with our picks. We're doing that through uh, ESPN, but 
yeah, all $5 patrons and above have access to that. So thank you guys for the suggestions and recommendations there. Uh, we'll talk about the the Broncos' cute, sneaky QB news, Bradley Chubb's injury. I think that's about it. Uh, Saturday, we'll have our prediction episode, official Broncos prediction episodes. We'll be back. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. They pay me extra to sing it. I don't or at least you. I'm going to ask him to. I think you, yeah, uh, I think you just freestyled that one. Hey guys, you like my singing voice? No, please stop doing that. Your <laughs> conversions are down. Use code DNVR, DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings. And if you want to check out my fucking coffee company, BenchWarmerBrew.com. I sell coffee. It's really, really good. And that's that. Will, let's get into the Broncos news because going through every game takes some time, and I don't want to. I don't want to waste our listeners' time. No, I, I do. I do like doing that during the off season, but now that football's here, no more bullshit, guys. Yeah, you have a million different outlets to preview week one, so we're gonna treat your time um, like it's our time, which is valuable. So we'll just start with the uh, with the quarterback room tracker drama. So we know that Kendall Hinton started a game uh, last year against the Saints, went very poorly. Um, we thought it was because of a close contact. They pulled their masks down in the quarterback room while they were watching film. Turns out things were a little more nefarious than that. So the four quarterbacks, Drew Locke, Blake Bortles, Brett Rippon, and, and Jeff Driscoll, they were bad boys. They tried yeah. to fool the NFL. They Not took either. off their tracking devices, put them in four different corners of the quarterback room or the film room, whichever it is. Uh, and tried to fool the NFL. Jokes on them. There was surveillance cameras uh, watching their every move. Uh, some kind of uh, whistleblower, or as I prefer to call them, a snitch. Snitches uh, get ratted stitches. Ratted them out. I don't like the use of the word whistleblower in this situation. Uh, Edward Stone is a whistleblower. This yeah. is just a tattletale. This is a tattletale. That's fine. Um, they did the wrong thing. Uh, so it makes a little more sense, whether you agree or not, that the NFL was unwilling to move the game. Uh, is it time to apologize to Roger Goodell? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so personally. I'll never apologize. Yeah, we owe him one, but I have Ginger. said he's not getting one. But it's not happening. One. Yeah, it, it's not happening. Does this like significantly change your view of what happened? Because um, yeah. to me. I, I guess, but to me, there's no reason that they should have played that game still because it was a safety hazard to put a wide receiver at quarterback. And if you could move the game, you should. I, I think making an example of uh, of a team during the weirdest possible situation, the weirdest possible season of all time – I, I think it's dumb. I think it was short-sighted. I think it was bad for the game. But that's just my opinion. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think they could have punished him differently if they wanted to make a point. It's like yes. fine him. Like, yeah. give him the fine or what you like, whatever you want to do. Uh, find the quarterbacks. Like, directly sure. find them because I don't think the Broncos knew what they were doing. They probably had been doing it every week, maybe. Uh, and this was just Good the point. week that Jeff Driscoll tested positive for COVID. 
Um, I don't know if the NFL like inquired about the footage uh, or if it was given up uh, willingly. It's weird that the NFL can do that. Like, let us look at your security footage so we can get get down to see what's happening. Probably they were probably like something's weird with your contract uh, contact tracers. Can we look into this? Yeah, the your quarterbacks um, have not moved an inch since they, they were, sat down to watch film. And <laughs> they were perfectly perfect, stationary. Yeah, they were in a perfect square, like Will and I are right now. Yeah. Rectangle, perfect rectangle. Yeah. Oh, a rectangle uh, is a square. Right. I think I saw Benjamin Albright tweet the way that, <laughs> that it was Blake Bortles' idea. I don't know if that's true or not. But I mean, I it makes thought, perfect sense. <laughs> it sounds really funny just blaming it on Blake Bortle, Bortles. Yeah. I think, okay, like, I get why the protocols are in place. It was silly for them to to do it. Uh, you're, we, we were lucky to have an NFL season last year the way – some other sports leagues were affected. So you want like the guys like taking it seriously. Um, and, and Jeff Driscoll tested positive. So yeah, they could have, you know, spread it, but they didn't. Um, it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? It seems. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like I, I said, they should have moved the game because they could have, uh, all the rest of the quarterbacks continued to test negative. So it's kind of a, uh, dumb point the nfl made although it got kendall hinton into the hall of fame forever so good for him and yes. didn't didn't help him make the broncos active roster uh but water under uh the bridge oh, i remember what point i was gonna make what makes it look bad is the way drew lock defended it on yes. social medias last season somebody i think maybe his cold takes or somebody just brought up like his whole thing about how the quarterbacks didn't make like a, a genuine mistake and it was like an honest little flub and like all this shit and it was it was a lie and now that like that looks bad and maybe that factors into why teddy bridgewater's starting i don't know i don't know what Vic fangio's thinking but maybe that's not what you like to see from your quarterback i'm not trying to do like a hot take here or some bullshit but that could have affected the way he's viewed by the coaching staff. If as the leader of the team, you're just like, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's all take off our masks and watch film. Yeah. You, watching you that film didn't even help. No, <laughs> it was a waste of time. Clearly. Um, yeah. You don't get the impression that that's something Teddy Bridgewater would have done. No two mask Teddy's would I say two gloves, two masks, two, two condoms. condoms probably. <laughs> um we were on the same page there yeah yeah uh <laughs> i just say the joke out loud uh i had a few takeaways and i think we mentioned this in the video but brett rippon seems like a goody goody two shoes that oh, would have yeah. put he an end to this that. he ain't doing i think that. yeah i'm surprised he went along with it uh second takeaway blake bortles watches film i was shocked telling that and and then third again like i don't know i you can make an example of a team, but to like totally just ruin uh, one of uh, the premier games of the week, Broncos versus Saints, when the Broncos were still in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Not going to say they could have won that game too, yeah. playing against Taysom Hill. He wasn't great early. Like that game could have went much differently. Yes. Drew Locks in there. He gets hot like he can do from time to time. 
Yeah, I mean, like, the Saints D was good, so I doubt the Broncos win that game. It was, like, it, it was like one degree away from a forfeit, making them forfeit. Yeah, and it was more embarrassing, I think, than than making them forfeit outright. Yeah, and now it's embarrassing for us because we defended them so fucking vehemently. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, we didn't know, and I still despise Roger Goodell in the NFL for this decision. Um, but we're past it. I don't think it like it definitely had some sort of impact on the the quarterback decision this year. I'm not going to say it was the deciding factor, but no, there's take multiple. those things into account. And Vic Fangio was pissed at the time. He blamed the quarterbacks at the time, which without context felt like a little much. I mean, they're going out of their way to get extra prep for the game. Um, but now with with this report from the LA Times, it makes more sense. Makes more sense. What doesn't make sense is Carson Wentz is starting week one after being projected to be out five to 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. Bradley Chubb had a little ankle procedure back in May and didn't practice yesterday. Looking questionable. Might not play this weekend. Uh, I just wish whatever his foot or ankle surgery was healed as quickly as Carson Wentz's. I think he might play. His snaps might be limited. He might not play. We'll find out today or tomorrow whenever the injury report's finalized. So we're still kind of guessing there. But I'm moderately concerned. Actually, I'm a little I'm more concerned because not because maybe the, the ankle's healing a little slower than we'd like. But because I'm starting to believe that the Chubb Von Miller duo is just fucking cursed. It's cursed. Like these two guys yeah. can't get on the field at the same time every season. And if Chubb doesn't play week one, I will take that as the first official bad omen for 2021. Yeah. Question for you. Um, and I think this one feels obvious, but. Bradley Chubb and Malik Reed or Von Miller and Malik Reed? Ooh, better sack duo stats. Which would you rather have out there? Oh, man. There's so many unknowns. I think like Malik Reed has the highest ceiling. Like you let him play all game. Like I don't think we've seen what he's fully capable of. But I feel like that's this also true with Chubb. And then Vaughn's coming back after a, a, an entire year off. And you got you have uh, Jonathan Cooper who made the team. Who if Chubb is out, you know you feel like you have a good depth there. Malik yeah, Reed, I'm not you, worried, you can yeah. totally count on, and and Cooper will get some extra snaps. I mean, they're gonna like rotate them out. They'll both get yeah. snapped in anyway. But you feel I good. I want to see Chubb Miller. I want to see Chubb Miller. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. He was also arrested this week. <laughs> Yeah, for <laughs> so traffic, not a great week for him. traffic shit. He said he thought he paid it, right? He Will? thought he paid it. It happens to all yeah. of us. I thought I paid my taxes too. Yeah, I mean, here's it's a classic defense. Yeah, I, I think I I young did. players sometimes have a hard time managing the minutia, minutia of get, living. Get someone to do, do that it. for get you. Get a personal assistant. Yeah. Get a personal assistant. Part-time. All they got to do is four hours a day, handle all your shit you don't want to handle. Yeah. It, it's pretty simple, I think. 
but you know, we still have players getting DUIs uh, when you know they can afford Uber and calling Bradley a car. Bradley Chubb, and- Melvin Gordon, and Von Miller get in a car. Are you hopping in with them? Because <laughs> their plates uh, might be expired. One might not have a license, and the other might be drunk. JK, yeah, I love sounds you guys. like a great have road a great trip. Fucking season. Um, okay, Broncos Giants. Like I said, we're gonna do our full prediction episode Saturday. Yes. Uh, we're gonna each give one reason we think the Broncos will lose, and one reason we think they will win. And then don't forget, Adam. Five points. Bids and I will be streaming the game Sunday. He's a Giants yes. fan, and Will may be hopping in and out of that, depending. Um, will one reason the Broncos will lose? Yeah. So the thing that concerns me is Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams on the interior of the Giants' offensive line. I think the weak spot of the Broncos' offense is right up the middle with Lloyd Cushenberry. Uh, I see a scenario where he just gets totally bullied. Uh, a little worried about Graham Glasgow as well, but I think that could disrupt the running game. Uh, Teddy likes to climb the pocket. I think if you get pressure up front, it could really disrupt the advantage that they have um, at wide receiver over the giant secondary. Um, so I think if Cushenberry falls apart, it could – really caused the offense to lose a little rhythm, kind of unravel. Uh, and I think that like there's a pretty good chance that could happen. I, I think it's more likely than, um, you know, Saquon Barkley running for 200 yards this week. Oh, yeah. I'm – yeah. <laughs> he might have a big game, but I think like – I don't trust him trusting his knee fully yet. So I think he'll be a little reserved in his running style. Uh, One reason I think the Broncos will lose this game. Uh, I'm going to say Daniel Jones running the ball. Uh, Yes. Denver Broncos last season against the New York Jets. Let Sam Darnold <laughs> rumble and stumble his way for what was a 50 plus year, 40, 50 plus yard touchdown run. Yeah. Speaking of embarrassing, that was one of the more embarrassing moments from last season. That might have been the most embarrassing defensive play for the Broncos all season. Yeah. I'm sold on the Broncos defense. Like I said, like I agree, I, I, I'm not too worried about Saquon. I'm not too worried about the, the the Giants receivers, even though they upgraded there. So I think it's got to be like a weird X-Factory type thing, and maybe it's just Daniel Jones rushing for a few plays that are, are the determiner. My one reason the Broncos will win this game, are we going to pick the Broncos? We'll start our pick now? Yeah, I'm going to pick them. All right, so we're going to select them. Pick auto-saved tight. All right, awesome. one reason I think the Broncos will win and it's a duo reason it is Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. To me, Teddy Bridgewater's first game, I think he wants a great rushing performance. I'm not saying the Giants are easy to rush against. I think they're they've got a they're gonna have a good run defense. Maybe a little weak in the linebacker department. Uh, I don't know. I got to look at that. I forget who their linebackers are at the moment, if I'm being perfectly honest. But um yeah, uh Blake Martinez. Yes. From Shane Zimenez. Okay. Yes. I like what I just said then. I agree with what I just said. <laughs> but I think 
if the Broncos can get combined 120 yards, 130 yards from both backs, the reason they win is Teddy playing smart, run the football, throw, run to throw the football. Teddy's dream game. I think that'll happen. I like it. I like it. Um, why will they win? For me, I'm going to cheat and give you a couple reasons. Uh, you can't preview this game without mentioning Daniel Jones' fumble fingers. Fumbleitis? Yeah, I mean, Vaughn Miller is one of the best at getting the ball loose. Oh, yeah. Daniel Jones is the worst quarterback in terms of ball security. I think he's fumbled uh, – I looked at it earlier – 28 or 29 times in the league. He's only played 27 games, so he fumbles about once a game. So you'd be disappointed if you didn't jar it loose at least once. Uh, you'd hope for twice because he, he tends to fumble kind of in, in clusters, uh, and he tends to turn the ball over in clusters. So you want to, like, get a turnover early and maybe, you, you know, don't let him build any confidence. Uh, and I see that happening if Chubb and Miller are playing too. I think it's going to be tough for. I don't like. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Giants' offensive line. Another reason too that I don't think has been talked about very often is we're not huge fans of Pat Shermer, but this is his former team. He was the head coach Ooh. here for two years. He got fired. I think uh, he might be a little more motivated to put together a nice game plan. You'd like to see him. You know, they had a really big problem. Um, they didn't pass the ball very much from under center. They're a little predictable when they did that. So maybe he is aware of that and will clean it up. Um, I doubt it. You want to see a little more play action, give Teddy some time. And then uh, I watched a video on the NFL throwback channel of the best trick plays of the decade of 2010 to, uh, to 2020. I didn't see the Broncos on there very often. I think they, they had a couple plays there. I think when you're playing or you're coaching against your former team, you want to like add in a little like fuck you play. So I, I think I think we see one kind of little exotic trick play in there. You're somewhere. predicting a trick play? Wow. I'm predicting a trick play. I don't know what it is. Ballsy. Um, Love it. Maybe a throwback to Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe a little end around kind of razzle dazzle where the wide receiver throws it to another wide receiver. I don't know. Something crazy. Uh, I want to see Pat Shermer put a little flair on this game. And I, I I think if he's dialed in for any game this season, it'll be this one. Fair enough. I think you made much better points than I did. So that is I have nice. more time to prepare. Yeah, today, right now, we're going to go through the picks for all the games. Uh, that's probably why some, some of you clicked on this video. Um, but before we do, I got to shout out our sponsor of this show. Draft. What? Well, well, hold on. Let me do that again. Let's try this. Nope. The, oh, I Almost. put it in background. Dang. I can never do it right. There goes our DraftKings money. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to afford rent this month. Bye, Will. <laughs> well, you don't have rent. You, you're no, at your parents' house. I don't. Boom. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's oh. top-rated sportsbook 
app. Sometimes it takes me a couple tries, but I'll eventually get it right. So fire up your tailgates, ladies and gentlemen, because the NFL is back. And to get in on all of the action before opening night kicks off, you got to do it at DraftKings Sportsbook, who is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving all customers the opportunity to participate in this year's no-brainer offer. No-brainer. I feel like they're directly uh, attacking me there, but DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Tampa Bay plus 73 for all customers. So bet on the Bucks to not lose by 73 points, 74 points, whatever you're going to win. Will gave us a little nugget last time saying the reason that said is because the biggest loss in NFL history, 73 points. 73 to nothing, 1940 NFL championship game wow. between Washington and Chicago. Chicago came into Washington and put up 73 points. Yes. That means you can still cash in as long as the reigning champs don't lose by 74 points against Dallas. There it is, 74. And if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, don't miss out. DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 or more on any football game. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNBR. DNBR. Oh, DNBR just launched Phoenix today. FYI. Yeah, PHNX. PHNX, baby. New customers bet $1 on any football game to receive $200 in free bets instantly with promo code DNBR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older. Colorado only free bet promotion for new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Max wager limits apply. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1 800 All right, Will. Time to do our picks, baby. Yeah, game one. First game is tonight. Is tonight. Cowboys Bucks. Uh, I'm sure people are a little sensory overload talking about this game as you are uh, every week one. Too much time, too much credit. I think we pick the Buccaneers and move on. Yeah, I mean, I'm Oh, we should mention too that each of us gets a veto. Oh yeah, every week. you don't have to use the veto, but um, it's in our back pocket. So if we disagree, then um, one of us can play that veto card. One of us can force We're the not, other one to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Will's not been using waiting it. for this day for a long time. <laughs> I'm gonna use it wisely. Yeah, of course we're taking the bucks. Um, I mean, it's been said before, like you said. They're returning all 22 starters. They're the first Super Bowl champion to do that since the 1977 Raiders. Wow. And they can become the first team to repeat since the 2004 Patriots. That said, you know, the Raiders didn't repeat when they brought back all 22 starters. So who knows? Yeah. Good. I mean, I agree. I think the Bucks are the NFC Super Bowl favorites. But it just feels like everything went right for them last year. And then they had a perfect off season i just feel like there's gonna be some shit that doesn't go right for them but what do i know uh cowboys the reason i'm picking against dallas besides the obvious that like we got to see their defense play real football you know <laughs> is i think like saquon Dak's returning from a serious injury he didn't play in the preseason and yes. i think that's that's a bigger story than maybe uh, it, it's 
been highlighted. Like it might take him a bit before he feels comfortable out there. Um, like you would, I would have liked to see Dak get a few preseason reps, get hit because when you suffer an injury like that, there is some PTSD shit you got to get over to be effective. So that in addition to the bucks being better team, better defense, probably better offense. All right. Game two Eagles Falcons dirty bird versus dirty bird. We got Jalen hurts being backed up by the greatest quarterback in the league. Gardner Minshew versus probably the most underrated QB in the league. Matty Ryan replacing Julio Jones with Kyle Pitts. Big season, I predict, for Calvin Ridley, uh, at least in fantasy terms. Uh, Calvin Ridley had huge games when Julio wasn't in the lineup. Uh, 69% of people picked the Falcons here, Will. Yeah, I I agree with them. I mean, it's going to be a little different watching the Falcons without Julio. I mean, he didn't play. He's missed time. And when he's not on the field, the Falcons are not very good. Uh, Granted, when he was out last year, they didn't have Kyle Pitts. So that's going to make a big difference, I think. Um, We don't really know who's going to emerge as the second wide receiver for the Falcons. It could be uh, that Zacchaeus guy who scored on the Broncos last year, Russell Gage. You look like an all-star against the Broncos. Yeah. I I think think Zacharias, Zacchaeus. Olamide. It sounds like kind of like Pythagorean. I don't know. It's a name Um, I'll never say correctly. No. uh, Granted. Yeah, no. Guaranteed. I mean, uh, not going to happen. Falcons were one and eight without Julio last year. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if that carries over. I don't think so because Kyle Pitts is really, really good. Um, and yeah, it's just the fifth career start for Jalen Hurts. And I don't know. Like I feel like you acquire Gardner Minshew with the intention of putting him on the field at some point. Jalen Hurts, Gardner Minshew, and Joe Flacco. Is that the weirdest QB room in the NFL right now? Yeah, yeah, it is by far. It's like they're all not none of them play the quarterback position like the other. No, yeah, no. I think yeah, going from like Flacco to Minshew to Hertz is like the spectrum of quarterbacks. Yeah, that, that they, you can that you can field on a team. That's true. They have uh, they maybe that's smart. Maybe like this style of play ain't working. Let's move on to this one. All right, we're gonna pick the Falcons though. Um, sorry, yeah. Philly. Are we going to disagree today? We might not. (laughs) This next one's tough. Steelers, Bills. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, The Bills are at home and they're favored by six and a half. Um, I don't know that I would take the Bills against the spread here, but I'm going to take them straight up. Uh, For me, a big question mark is the Steelers' new offensive line. They added Najee Harris, but is he going to have – any holes to run through is a big question. And the Steelers fell apart at the at the end of last season. They were four and five after I think four and five after starting eight and oh last year. And they got absolutely massacred in Cleveland to end the season. I don't know if that's going to carry over. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Steelers uh, this year. I think Ben's going to be pretty awful. So naturally, you know, we predicted Josh Allen to win MVP. Be hard not to pick him but in week yeah. one. Yeah, we're going to take the Bills. I agree with everything Will just said. Yeah. Um, TJ Watt. Dan Mitchell. TJ Watt might not even play in this game because those contract 
Uh, still not signed. Ben Roethlisberger came to his defense, made some pretty good points about taking less money so the Steelers could sign guys like what? And apparently it's the Steelers being stubborn about guaranteed money outside of the first year. So it feels like the Steelers, Packers, that same like, we're going to do things one way and one way only. It's the philosophy of the organization <laughs> and it might start to bite them in the ass as the NFL changes. I like I would, the bills. At I would home. give him money. I would give him uh, some guaranteed money. If yeah. I were them. I, I would bet on the what, <laughs> um, uh, what the fuck was I going to say? The bill. Oh, uh, I, I I'm all in on the three B's this year. I mentioned it on the grassy Perna show debut yesterday. Broncos first, Bills, Browns, my triple Bs. So why would I bet against the Bills week one? Mm. Sorry, Bengals. You ain't in the triple Bs. (laughs) Next game, Vikings versus Bengals. Damn, 82% of people are picking the Vikings. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, Yeah, I'm not high on the Vikings this season. I think there's a lot of discord there. With that team, there's a lot of bad juju. Not the yeah. you know, not the Steelers wide receiver situation either. Um, the COVID thing and like not even you know we're not getting like political or, or taking any sort of stance here, other than it's bad for the team to yeah. like not all be on the same page there. Uh, and it could cost them you know it could cost them games. Kirk Cousins could not play. Kellen Mond. Uh, you know, he, they could have a situation like the Broncos did last year because Cousins and Mon uh, both aren't vaccinated. You could see Jake Browning taking snaps for them. Um, and we saw him in preseason action, and it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. Patrick Sertan uh, took advantage of him. I, in honor of like that whole like season long prediction, I think I'm going to get crazy and take the Bengals at home. I agree with you. I don't even have to. Yeah, I thought I was going to have to. And I'm not high on the Bengals either. No, I'm not high on the Bengals. Burrow's going to play. Um, I don't. I think Jamar Chase catches more balls than he drops in this game. I think he has to. <laughs> and, you know, the Vikings are only favored by three. So that means, you know, they don't really know who's going to win this game. I don't know how many games the Bengals do win this season. I also know week one is also crazy. Anything can happen, uh, but yeah, I agree with you on everything. So we'll we'll pick the Bengals. Oh um, yes, can the can the Bengals tamper with the footballs and paint white stripes on them like college? Because Jamar Chase said that it's tougher to catch NFL footballs than it is Jamar. College you can't say that, bro. Yeah, you I mean, you didn't catch that. any footballs last year, so um, I don't yeah. think it makes a huge difference. Already making an excuse like that? No bueno. Yeah, I mean, um, and we'll move on to the Lions game, but interesting that Jamar Chase had a terrible preseason. Panay Sewell had a terrible preseason. Uh, So, like, there's this huge debate about who the Bengals should take. It would be pretty funny if they both sucked. Yeah. it's. I think you made the best point in one of our episodes was – Oh, so taking an entire year off of playing college football doesn't make you better at football. Yeah, I mean, you can like talk about like his decision and you can defend his decision not to play yeah. last year. No, that's fine. Like I'm not arguing the decision. I'm just saying they both didn't play, right? So Right, yeah. But you can't expect like you're not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's like 
you play football and you get better. Like Panay Sewell, I think, is 20 years old. Yeah, he hasn't played since 2019. Um, Regardless of like what you think of the decision to to opt out, you know, whether it's good being a good teammate or what, um, it's going to take that much longer to get prepared. And, and like the jump between, you know, year two and year three in college football is pretty big. So I don't know. I, I, They'll get – they've got time. they got but time. they got time. They're not, they might not be good school, this season. Though. Like nobody's going to be scrutinizing him as much as Jamar Chase. Uh, yeah. And the Lions did invest in their line. I think he'll figure it out eventually, but it might be rough for a while. It um, just might be. Niners at Lions, uh, 95% of people picking the 49ers. I think this is a no-brainer pick. Yeah, as much as I want to bet on Dan Campbell in his debut. This is a tough opening game. (laughs) It's a tough opening game. Um, Jared Goff, his starting quarterback, is 3-5 and all-time versus the 49ers, which is kind of surprising. Uh, Yeah, I mean – you can't bet on it. the 49ers are are healthy this year. Uh, that's a, yeah. at least for week one they are, and I think if the 49ers were taking Trey or they're starting Trey Lance, you could make a case for the Lions here. Yeah, because there's that unpredictability factor, right? Right. But Jimmy G is getting the start. Yeah, I, Trey Lance I will know. probably get some plays in there, um, mm-hmm. which I think makes the Niners a little harder to defend and prepare for. A little more dynamic. Uh, we all know they can run the ball. They get Nick Bosa back. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is a mismatch. Week yeah, one. we, we want to pick the Lions as my coma sleeper team. So I think they're going to win a few games, but it might take a bit. Yeah, it might take a second. You know, these colors look exactly the same. They do. <laughs> uh, I think they are. Okay, Cardinals at Titans. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people are very high on the Titans right now. Um, where's your like card? Well. Oh, there it is. So Tennessee favored by three. Titans were the were second in rushing last year. Uh, cards bottom third in rush defense. So Will, you're pointing out a mismatch there. Cards not mismatch. good at stopping the run. But I think we're going to see a lot of Derrick Henry. They didn't have J.J. Watt. Uh, they did not have um, Zayvon Collins. So True. But they did let uh, their leading sacker go. Oh, uh, Hassan Reddick. Yes. That's right. I was going to say Chandler Jones. Like, did he go somewhere? Uh, yeah. And I think from just kind of an emotional standpoint, this is their first game without Larry Fitzgerald since – well, not the first game, but like the first time he hasn't been on the team since 2003. That's forever ago. That's yeah. that's like pretty, pretty crazy. I don't know if that's meaningful. Um, they replaced him with AJ Green, which I think will be kind of an upgrade. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Titans this year. I like the Caleb Farley pick a lot. Um, I think they might even get better on defense. I think the only real question mark about the Titans because, you know, you got a really interesting wide receiver matchup in this game with Julio Jones, AJ Brown on one side, and then you got Hopkins and green on the other side. But 
uh, losing Arthur Smith for the Titans. I, I don't see. know if Tannehill is going to be as effective without his offensive coordinator. Um, so that's something to watch. I'm not saying that uh, that offense is going to take a step down, but it's something to keep an eye on. I still think the Titans will win this game, though. Yeah, I agree. We'll pick the Titans here. Um, you don't sound convinced. Well, I think if the Cardinals win, it's – I'm not – the Titans secondary has to be better this season, right? So if yeah. there's an area to exploit for the Cardinals, it is in the passing game, and they have the ball catchers to do it. Uh, but the, the Tennessee struggled mightily uh, in – in past defense last season. Let me get yeah. there. I just need to look up the Titans depth chart. Uh, I will say too, the Cardinals are also they're without Larry and Patrick Peterson's gone too. So it's kind yeah. of two, two leaders. You got to see someone step up and uh, emerge in the veteran leadership role. JJ Watt can do it. AJ green might be able to, but those are pretty big changes. Yeah, I, I still don't. Uh, you, you know, Tennessee drafted Caleb uh, Farley. Um, they acquired uh, Janoris Jenkins this offseason. Um, the Jackrabbit. The Jackrabbit, and then they've they've got Christian Fulton. So maybe their secondary is a little bit better. But I'll agree. I'll take the Titans at home, Week One. Uh, King Henry. Always. Yeah, I think if this time. game was in Arizona, I might take the Cardinals, but that that's cool. the difference for me. All right, we've got Seahawks, Colts. 87% picked the Seahawks, Will. Yeah, it feels high. It feels high for a home game. I, I think people are underestimating on these picks, like the power of home field advantage now that you got fans back. <clears throat> Ooh, I think yeah. that's, a, that's a real thing. <clears throat> um, another real thing, the Colts have lost 10 of their last 11 games to start the season. The Colts which, have? Yeah. They've won one. Uh, I think that would be one week one win since uh, Peyton Manning left. Or maybe, yeah, I think so. If my math is is wow. mathing right there. Um, but yeah, I, I, the reason I think I would lean towards the Seahawks is that, you know, Carson Wentz, I don't feel like he's practiced this year. <laughs> Well, he hasn't. Yeah, I think he's like practiced maybe two or three times. Um, and that combined with the Colts' historically bad starts makes me want to pick the Seahawks. I'm not big on the Seahawks this year, but it might yeah. take the Colts a little while to get started. Get going. I'll Nelson agree with that. Questionable. I kind of want to pick the Colts because I think – only 13% of the people picked them. So if they do win, like it gives us a, a nudge in our pick them league. But if I'm going with which team yeah. I actually think will probably win, it's the Seahawks. Uh, so we'll just ride with that. That's right. Although, yeah, the Seahawks, uh, we'll see how their defense and secondary is. Okay. Then we've got the chargers at the Washington football team. Oh, the Chargers. Wow. Everybody's 68. favorite team. Okay. I want to pick Washington here. Um, yes. I think the Chargers will be good. I think Justin Herbert will be great. 
I think they'll actually stay healthy this year and they'll be very, they'll be competing for the, the top of the division, but not against Washington's defense, which was great last year, which will continue to be great. They've got Ryan Fitzpatrick now. So their offense is going to be better. Um, people still think of Fitz magic as the boomer bust quarterback, but he's, he's a he's lot booming. smarter with the football these days. And, uh, I think Washington has a really good shot to win the NFC East and I need the chargers to lose because it helps the Broncos. So yeah, I want to take Washington. Yeah. I mean, the chargers, they're, everybody thinks they're like so cool and ahead of the curve being like, Oh, you better watch out for the chargers this year. Yeah. They played in 12, one score games last year. They lost most of them. Uh, that means something to me. I don't think those are necessarily like it's not a random outcome when you keep losing close games. Like that tells me something. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's like it says much about Justin Herbert, but he wasn't very good at the end of games. And that like that's worth something. I'm not the saying perfect you can't replacement that right for Philip Rivers. Yeah, it really is. Like I didn't I didn't think he was particularly clutch at Oregon. I didn't think he was a great leader necessarily. He's going to put up big numbers, but uh, this is a bad matchup for him to start the season. Washington's yeah, defense has allowed 20 or fewer points in seven straight regular season games. Damn, dog. I, and Chase Young, I think, is going to be like borderline unblockable this year. He's yeah. one of the best defensive lines, if not the best in the Chase NFL. Chase Young is who we were hoping Bradley Chubb was going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know – He's just going to be like he played – he barely played in the preseason and he just looked ridiculously good. He got better as the year went on last year. I'm yeah. with you on Fitzpatrick. Um, I just like – I like a lot of different things about this Washington team. I wish they'd pick a goddamn name already. Just, you know, go with the Red Wolves or whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Commanders, the owner Armada. The right. Yeah, okay. that's the only – like if you do those two things – I'm all in on Washington. Sweet. I'm close now. <clears throat> all right. Panthers, Jets. Woo, only 11% picking the Jets. Yeah, I'm uh wow. I'm sneaky in on the Jets. Yeah, I am too here. I mean, it is a Sam Darnold uh revenge game. Christian McCaffrey coming back from his injury as well. Ah, man, just new head coach, rookie quarterback. Those are tough things. That's why, like, even if you think Zach Wilson's good, and he looked very good in the preseason, uh, there's so many unknowns about the Jets. I don't know how much better their defense is this season. But, like... Is Sam Darnold going to be great now that he's a Panther? Like, that's kind of the question we're trying to figure out here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And this, like, this game really intrigues me. You want to take the Jets? Just say, fuck it. Yeah, let's take the Jets. All right. I, I liked what I saw to Zach Wilson in the preseason. I like Robert Sala. Um, I don't think the rest of their team is very good, but I think it. you could, I don't know, like, why not go into Carolina and get a, you know, meaningless week one win. You know, big Zach game Wilson, for Corey Davis, calling it now. Big game for Corey Davis. Uh, Zach Wilson 
bizarrely kind of reminds you of Jay Cutler as a quarterback. Oh, interesting. I don't he doesn't look like him, but he kind no, of throws the ball a little bit <laughs> like him. He's prettier. Uh he's a, you know, a little more clean cut, but I like the way he throws the ball. And if he's Jay Cutler without the bad attitude and um you know the uh the endless turnovers, I think I think they have someone there. Yeah, I think if the Panthers win, it's because Christian McCaffrey is going to go off. Um, but I think maybe, you know, Robert Sala, maybe he gets that that Jets defensive line going and they got a, they got a game plan for McCaffrey. Uh, we're going to speed it up just a little bit here, Will. Uh, yes. A great game to do that is Jags at Texans. Um, oh. I've mm, crazy I like Texans upset week one. I was good. I thought I would have to use my veto here, but I'm going to take the Texans. I think the Jaguars are going to be really, really bad. Boom. I think they're both bad. I, I'm, I think the Texans might be less bad in week one, plus they're at home. Yeah. I like when the Jags are good. I'm rooting for Trevor Lawrence. I don't love Urban Meyer, but, uh, CU Buff, LaVisca Chenault, rooting for him on the Jags. Um, Robinson, the running back. What's his first? James Robinson. James Robinson. Uh, we both like him. So I want the Jags to be good. I want Tyrod Taylor to survive a season with the Texans, but uh, I hate the Texans right now. I feel bad for Tyrod. I feel bad for F- Philip Lindsay. But I think they get a week one win. Fuck it. Yeah, Browns why not? And Chiefs. Yeah. Ooh. I gotta take the Chiefs here. I'm gonna use my veto, Will. Oh, using my veto. What did I First say? Veto Triple of the B's. <laughs> Triple, yeah. You know who I'm rooting for in this game. I just oh, I know uh, who you're rooting for, but I legit think the Browns are going into Arrowhead and they are going to upset the Chiefs. Rematch of the divisional round last year. Uh, you could argue the Browns should have won that game if uh, a helmet to helmet was called. It was called correctly. Who had the better offseason, Cleveland or Kansas City? Cleveland. Boom. There you go. Who's got the better system in place right now for the offense? Kansas City. Mm, fair <laughs> enough. I'll uh, sort of agree. Which quarterback do you like more, Baker Mayfield or Patrick Mahomes? Uh, Personality-wise, Baker. No, well, yes, yeah. Love the cockiness. We love it. I go cockiness. It. We love cockies. We love cockies. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's just willing to accept his role on this team and willing to kind of take a back seat to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt potential revenge game. Uh, and then sling it when he needs to. Yep. The difference in this game, Cleveland's secondary going to be much better. We've talked about it, I feel like, a hundred times. A bunch of guys are healthy now. Uh, Denzel Ward, you get Grant Delpit back. They, uh, Who is their, their, the corner they took? Greg Newsom? Greg Newsom, yeah. John Johnson uh, back there. So yeah. completely new defense, just about Jadavian Clowney. Um, one reason you would want to pick the Chiefs, uh, we're not going to, but they've won six straight games in Week One. It's kind of like the Andy Reid. They're Reed hard to beat at Arrowhead. They're Mahomes also very never hard to lost beat in Arrowhead. September. He's gonna lose. He's gonna lose in September. 
Well, you thought you thought enough of it to uh, use a veto. So I used my veto. I'm going with you. All right, Dolphins Patriots. Ooh, 50-50. half Ooh. and half split. Wow. Yeah. So you got the Bama Bowl roll tide. Mac Jones in his first game versus Tua. I think Tua will be better. I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't know if it's like a hot take really to get behind Tua this year. No. I think he'll be good. I think, yeah. The I'm Dolphins always give the Patriots, Patriots because I think their whole team will be better. I think two is going to play better than Mac Jones in this game, but the Patriots overall are going to play better and win. That's my feeling. I am leaning towards the Dolphins. I like Tua to come out Ooh. strong. Van Ginkle on defense. The and, gink. Uh, yeah, I want to see I want to see Jalen Waddle in this game, too. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to use my veto here and take the Go Dolphins. Dolphins. All right, Go Dolphins. I think you're wrong, but we'll find out. Packers Saints. Oh, this is easy. I take the Packers here. Uh, Jameis Winston gonna have a good game. Okay, I won't even shit on him. I think he's. I, I think maybe just one turnover from Jameis. I think he's gonna play well. But not better than the Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Bradley Roby, who the Saints acquired in a trade, not even going to start week one from that for them. I think their defense needs him. I think the Saints defense will be good, but uh, Aaron Rodgers, after this offseason, it just feels like he is going to go off week one. Like if I had a bet on a quarterback who's going to have the biggest week one, it is Rodgers, in my opinion. I think that's uh, I think that's totally fair. Like the Chiefs, the Packers have won six straight games in Week One. Uh, I like it. I like it. Games in Jacksonville, like we said. Cool. Where oh, they don't right. historically Not play cool. well, but I that doesn't really mean anything to me. It's a pretty small sample size. Um, yeah, I have Packers. All right, we already picked the Broncos. Bears at Rams, another lopsided match. Uh, take the Rams here. I'm going to take the Rams. This is also on Sunday Night Football. I really hate this as a Sunday Night Football game. That's BS. I don't want to see Andy Dalton on my Sunday Night Football. No, this is them trying to hype up the Rams and fans at SoFi yeah. Stadium. Like LA's, LA is going to get too much attention whether they, they want it or not, but I picked LA as my sleeper team, even though they're a playoff team. But adding Matthew Stafford, I think, was the biggest upgrade any team made this offseason. If their defense is as good as it was last year, I think the Rams win the NFC West. Uh, uh, 49ers competing for two. Yes. But, uh, yeah, Andy Dalton starting for the Bears, too. It's like... Yeah, um, Come on. Maybe Matt Nagy just wants to see the line get better, but I think it's stupid. I think Matt Nagy is going to be the first head coach fired. Uh, oh. just, that was my Boy. hot, bold take. That's pretty spicy. It's very spicy. Yeah, I uh, mean, Stafford knows the Bears. The Bears know Stafford. I'll give the edge to Stafford because he now has Matt or Sean McVay. Yeah, the Bears don't know Stafford with McVay. That's mm -hmm. true. It's like you're uh, – like a friend you know really well, but uh, they get divorced and then 
they yeah, get he's acting kind of crazy. It's like they're a different person. Mm-hmm. That's are you are you talking about any friend in particular? No, I'm not talking about Jason. All right, Baltimore <laughs> Ravens at Las Vegas Raiders Monday Night Football. I like this Monday night game because I think I'm going to get to watch the Raiders lose. Oh, man. I was going to get a little wacky and take the Raiders. But I lost my veto, so we have to talk this out. We have to figure this one out. I think um, I really put a lot of stock in the return of the fans, especially in a game where it's it's basically their Vegas opener. Mm-hmm. Like it's a new season in a new city, just about in a stadium that is going to have fans for the first time. Um, I really think the Vegas fans are underrated. We saw what they did with the Golden Knights in 2017. I think that's a real thing. People from Vegas are not just transplants. <clears throat> there's like there's people that have grown up there. Uh, I don't like how the Ravens started the season. You could say the same thing. Um, that you said about the Vikings COVID situation. That's kind of bad juju. They're without J.K. Dobbins. They're without Justice Hill. I like Gus Edwards still. But, yeah, that's why I would pick the Raiders. Um, But you can talk me into the Ravens too. (sighs) Okay. Yeah, so the, the Ravens, their wide receiver situation, not good. They lose uh, offensive lineman Orlando Brown goes yes. to the, the Chiefs. Uh, I believe they're – Ronnie Ronnie Stanley, is he playing week one? Will he be ready to go? I don't question. know. But he's coming back from injury. Uh, that team ha- – that the Ravens, to be successful, they have to have great offensive line play, which they've had the last couple of years. I do like Gus Edwards, underrated. I don't think they're going to miss out uh, on much in the running back situation. Um, defense, you got players, you got playmakers. Raiders I mean, offense, the Raiders' defense Derek is going to be Carr, awful. Pretty safe. They're not making yeah. a lot of mistakes. They can run the ball with Josh Jacobs. I think the Raiders. I hate the Raiders, right? I will. Okay, but I can play on, Devils. I, I, I just let me make this point. I yeah. hate the Raiders, but I agree with you. I like when their fan base is active and wild. I respect the Raiders' fan base because they show up through thick and thin. Uh, the Raiders are fans. more hateable when the fans are there. So I agree. The atmosphere could affect the game. I think Baltimore wins this one because I think. I don't know if the Raiders did anything this offseason that impresses me. That's a good I'll point. I'll give you them winning this one if you want it. But I really think Baltimore's going to win. Um, no, I'm going to let you have this one because if the Raiders pull off the upset, it'll be more satisfying for me to say I told you so. Okay. Well, we're going to go Ravens. <laughs> Lamar Jackson... He good still. He's still good. He's and still good. He is invested in Imodium. So <laughs> yeah. it's like the, the office episode where they're supposed to put uh, laxatives in, in Toby's uh, drink before the, the marathon they do. Mm-hmm. And they put Imodium in it. And he's like, I usually have to go to the bathroom when I'm running. 
but I'm having my best time ever. Uh, Lamar Jackson is the Toby of this season. Weird point I just made. Those are our picks. You can pick against us on Patreon. I know Tom Grassi. Tom and I didn't talk about this, but we literally had the same idea and did it the same day, which was doing the Pick'em Leagues. Uh, Tom opened it up to everybody because he's nicer than me. He doesn't uh, need that that Patreon money. Nah. But he's I thought rich. this was a good way to keep the patrons involved and they could pick against us. So I hope you guys like it. We'll try to be a little more uh, streamlined on these. 57 minutes in. Let's get this done in under an hour. Any last thoughts, Will? Football is back. Football is back, baby. Good night. And? John Elway plays whole career without an ACL. Good luck. Good luck. Pete Campbell. Fire up your tailgates. Take out your lucky team-themed lingerie. Well, at least that's what I do because the NFL is back, baby. And you can get in on all of the action before opening night kicks off with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving all customers the opportunity to participate in this year's no-brainer. DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Tampa Bay to plus 73 for all customers. That means... You can still cash in as long as the reigning champs don't lose by 74 points against Dallas. Although that would be fun to see. And if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, don't miss out. DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet $1 or more on any football game. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR, D-N-V-R, just those letters. New customers bet $1 on any football game to receive $200 in free bets instantly with promo code DNVR. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You got to be 21 or older. This is for Colorado only. Free bet promotion for new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Max wager limit supply. One per customer. Restriction supply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.